Hi everyone, welcome to The Diagram. It's your friendly neighborhood coach, Jason, and today we are talking about top five relationship skills that I've seen in clients that I work with, and I'll try to give you reasons for why these skills are important also. So let's get to it. One, curiosity. Curiosity basically builds intimacy. Uh, it allows you to find out who the person is that you're talking to. We're not just talking about romantically. Curiosity needs to be something that stays in the relationship, not just in the beginning. So whether it's meeting someone you're dating, um, your kids, partner that you've been with for a long time, or even in the workplace, curiosity creates the map for future success. The death of many relationships is thinking that you have sufficiently gotten to know somebody and therefore no longer need to be curious about what their needs or wants are. So yes, we need to be initially curious. It's funny because I believe that a lot of us get into the habit of being curious at the beginning. Maybe even in dating, it's exciting to be curious. You're learning about a new person and that is enticing. It's, it feels really good. When you have a new child, let's say the baby, getting to know all of the little things about that baby or even a dog, I've seen it with dog people. It's really something that people are interested in. There is a part that we get to where we really like to believe that we know somebody. And yes, there's there's validity to that. To that. There is something good in being able to say, oh, so-and-so wouldn't like that. I know that about them. What I mean by curiosity is being willing to continue to observe the person that you are in the relationship with and being willing to continue to learn and realize that things change about people over time. Not just children, full-blown adults go through things every day, see things, experience things every day that lead them to change, and that's why we have to stay curious. Number two, humor. I don't mean you have to be a comedian, but what I mean is having a sense of humor, being able to laugh at things that happen in life, things that we mess up, is really important for us because it defines what is going to happen when you or the other person messes up. If a person knows that you are going to be able to laugh at little things, it means that they are more likely to be able to come to you with things that are not going great and be honest about it. So it creates the mindset that means that, hey, I can come to this person, I can trust them, a lot of these things are actually about building trust, um, but it allows for the person to come to you knowing that they can trust you to see things through a lens that isn't going to be hateful, that isn't going to be damaging to the relationship. So you being able to be in a, have a sense of humor about the things that are going on in your relationship or the things that aren't going right, and it's not necessarily that the other person has messed up. There are things that are outside of your control. There, there are things financially in the market as far as your job or as far as the stock market or the real estate market or your physical health that can impact the things that you're both planning on doing and working on doing but aren't going to go exactly the way that you expect. And being able to have a good sense of humor really helps to grease the relationship, to, to help things to move along. Number three in the same vein is forgiveness. As much as we can have a sense of humor about things, 
if we are going to hold grudges against the people that we are in relationship with, it's going to prevent us from moving forward and continuing to build the relationship. If you don't have a sense of being able to forgive the people you're in relationship with, whatever they do wrong becomes one thing that goes into a little book that forever stays and stig and has a, a negative stigma in the relationship. So when things happen, yes, you should learn from them. You should only revisit them to learn from them. Nobody wants to be reminded every time that something goes wrong or every time that they mess up about the time that they messed it up three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, three months ago. You need to be in a place where you can forgive people understanding that it also helps you because carrying the burden of keeping a score of the good and bad things that have happened, I should say the bad things that have happened in your relationship is not helpful to you either. I'm not talking about abuse. If someone abuses you, it's time to get professional help. And frankly, it's time to try and plan whether you need to separate or leave until the person works on that, which may lead to permanently ending the relationship. But even in that sense, forgiveness means not demanding that they have, they be brought to justice for the thing that they have gone done wrong. Um, so there's there's no revenge, so to speak. That's what forgiveness means. I'm not going to demand revenge on you for the thing that happened between us. Number four is resilience. Resilience allows you to weather the storm and prevents burnout. What do I mean by resilience? How do we work on resilience in a relationship? So all of the things I've talked about, curiosity helps to build trust because you realize the other person cares enough about you to try and stay up to date on what's going on in your heart, so to speak. Humor helps to build trust because it shows that that person has enough good-natured will towards you to see things through a lens that diffuses the things that have happened. And forgiveness shows that they are willing to not demand justice for every wrong that you do in the relationship and not hold it against you later. Resilience is very much about mental health and about the staying power of the person that you're in a relationship with. What we have to do when we're checking for each other, and I've done this on IT project teams, I've done this with my my family, and I've done this with my partner, where you need to be able to look at them and say, hey, maybe you need to take a day off. Hey, let me do this thing that you usually do. Um, you need to look at the other people around you and see when do they need you to take things off of their plate or when do they need to have a suggestion that there's too much going on for them and you're seeing them go towards being someone who they're not usually, towards them burning out. Resilience matters for the relationship, but it may not be something that is caused by the relationship. And we sort of loop back to curiosity when you see people seeming tired or having less energy or dragging themselves around or making errors that they wouldn't usually make. It's a time to have a conversation about what they need to do for resilience. What are the things you do for resilience? You need to make sure, sometimes I love you is making sure that people are getting enough sleep. Sometimes it's making sure they're talking about what's really going on in their mind. Sometimes it means that they need to eat regularly and well. Sometimes it means they need to be active. So when you look at them and you see that something just isn't right, it's the simple things of being able to listen to them, 
um, and being able to make space for them to do the things that they need to do to build their own resilience so that you can prevent burnout, which is something that is very damaging to relationships. And last but not least, vulnerability. Now, one of the things that I understand is that we are vulnerable, vulnerable to the level that the people we're in relationship with are trustworthy. We are only and should only be willing to be vulnerable with people who have earned our trust. So early in a relationship, you may not want to tell people everything about what's going on in your mind or in your heart or what your needs are. But at some point, as they have proven themselves trustworthy, you need to be able to move forward and get into a place where you can have a conversation with them about what's actually going on. So once you trust the other people that you're in relationship with, or if you've known them for years and you know they're trustworthy, it is healthy for you to be vulnerable about what is going on for you. Being vulnerable is the only way that the other person is actually going to get to or keep knowing you. So even for a lot of the time, we look at people who've been in our lives for a long time and they know a certain version of us, but they don't know the version of us that currently exists. So the example that comes up with me quite a bit in my work is people and their parents. Oh, I can't tell my parents that because they don't know that about, they, they won't accept that about me. The reality is that you can't set boundaries with people if you won't set them internally first. And setting a boundary with yourself requires that you know what you need. And if you're going to actually trust the other person enough to bring them in and talk to them about why you are going to change how you interact with them, it means that you have to be vulnerable with them. Again, you're only going to be vulnerable with people that you find trustworthy. And anytime that I'm, I'm on here and we're talking about relationships, I'm always talking about trust-based relationships. The reality is there are so many trust-based relationships. It's not just your romantic and erotic relationships. It's also your familiar relationships. It's what a lot of people call their chosen family relationships. It's their working relationships with people that over time, if you can't trust your coworkers, the reason that a lot of people are burning out is because they don't have trustworthy people at the workplace and everything falls down around that. So these five things, staying curious, having a sense of humor, being able to forgive, working on your resilience and the resilience of the people around you and being vulnerable are things that are majorly important as far as being able to have healthy relationships. I hope this helps and you have a great day. Take care now. Thank you.